For more resources, visit rymonline.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. All right, everybody. So welcome back. Uh, this is the Friday show. We've been talking to uh, Joe Deegan this entire week, and we're going to be wrapping up our time with him uh, today. Um, and so today's question is uh, for Joe, what, what advice would you give to students who may desire to pursue um, just a calling in the arts in general or, or music more specifically? And I bring that up kind of asking the question of, you know, Joe, if you were talking to a student and so for the youth directors that are listening to this podcast, this could be maybe some helpful advice on how they could counsel students who are considering pursuing the arts because I, I feel that, that most of the time it seems like this can be discouraged more than encouraged because of some of what we've highlighted on the show this week, that, um, that not always a stable source of income and stuff like that. And so it can be hard of, um, for people to be wrestling with um, you know, practically pursuing this um, in light of just kind of the, you know, not having a steady paycheck and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So what's, what's some counsel you would give to students? I think the counsel I would give is if this is something you really want to do, then start right now. Because, um, yeah, like what you were saying, I, I think that there's always that sentiment that, like, you know, this is a fun hobby, but you should pursue something that's, you know, going to be more stable. What I didn't realize, as, what I'm starting to realize now is that I have plenty of friends who make a living as artists. Because they started early and they learned certain skills and crafts that they could market and that they could turn into a full-time job. And, and uh, I, I almost feel like I'm a little late in the game in terms of like <laughs> my life and my age. Um, but yeah, it, for, for someone who is a student who's really wanting to pursue that, um, start now. And to me, the, the biggest things are uh, really learn as much as you can and and think about that in terms of the the major that you choose in college. I, you know, it's going to be tempting to choose a major that's going to give you a degree that can give you like a surefire job, but mm-hmm. to to find a major that can actually help you learn something, uh, a certain skill that you could take into that adult world as an artist that, that you can use like I mean for instance as a you want to be a musician like go be a music major and learn more about the craft if you want to be an artist go be an art major and I know there are going to be people out there that tell you well you can't make any money off doing that or you're not going to have a job you can absolutely make money and make a living off of doing that because the more you learn the more skills you will acquire uh, to to provide a service to people as an artist, because ultimately that's what you're doing as an artist. You're providing a service to people and it's, it's not a tangible service, but it's a necessary service. The world needs artists. Mm. And I think that's a really important thing. And so, um, you know, I, I would encourage young artists not to look down 
on that as a career choice because um, just because it, it's something that may not be, uh, it may not seem as necessary as like, you know, a plumber who comes to fix your pipes when water is all over the ground. Like that's, that is an immediate need, but sometimes we forget about, you know, our spiritual and emotional needs that the artist can help bring out in us. Absolutely. That's really good. And you talking about not only starting early, but also learning, you know, mm. all you can about that specific you know, field. And so I'm, I'm thinking I was going to bring up, you know, what, what are some helpful resources, maybe some books that you've read that have kind of helped shape your view of worship, your view of the arts? I mean, just anything in general. Is there a book or a few books that have been helpful in, in your learning? And it might not even be books, but just how you've tried to kind of educate yourself as well. A lot of it has been, um, it's hard for me to think about books specifically, but for me, the way that I've grown the best through this process is to reach out to people and ask questions. It's, what, what I've learned a lot in this, so, so what makes the art world so different, I think, than, than maybe a corporate world is that um, it's not so much like you, you, you sit in a classroom and you, you learn this stuff and then, you know, you've got this well of information that you can take into your job. It's part of it for me has been connecting with people. One of the, the best pieces of advice that I've gotten from someone um, in terms of like how to uh, make it in the music industry is that it's all about relationships. It's all about getting to know people. It's all about asking questions. It's all about building this network of connections. And so if you are a, a young middle school or high schooler who's wanting to pursue a career in the arts, um, go find people who are doing that and learn from them and learn the steps that they took to get there. And, and it's, it, you will actually get two things out of that. You will get really good advice, I'm sure, but you will also get a personal connection who can then connect you to other people who, I mean, that's how the whole art world works. It is, it is actually a rather uh, tight-knit community of lots of people who are just everybody knows each other. That's one of the things I've been amazed at is that everybody in these little art worlds, they know each other because they're connected. They mm -hmm built these relationships and spent time with each other. And so um, connection, I think, is a really, really important thing. Just finding people that you can talk to and learn from. Yeah, that, that's good. And so, yeah, in, in light of that, everything that you're saying, just a book that comes to mind is Mike Cosper's book, Rhythms of Grace. That might be something that youth pastors want to use as they're talking with students. Could be something that's helpful. I know Mike Cosper thinks a lot about the arts. I mean, he's also written... Um, the book, The Stories We Tell, which is um, just talking about you know, looking at television and movies and uh, some of the redemptive themes that are told. So th those are just some resources that come to mind that might be helpful as students are trying to educate um, themselves uh, in this uh, specific uh, sphere of God's kingdom. Uh, is there anything else you want to add to that? Any advice you want to give to students? Yeah, one of the things I'll say is that when, uh, when I started venturing into this uh, music career, I started uh, I started making myself a learner instead of a consumer in mm. some sense. And so what that means is you kind of have to change your mindset a little bit. So whenever I would go to a concert, 
mean, not to say that you're not there to enjoy it. Of course, I would want to enjoy it. But I'm also looking for things like, what is the artist doing in between the songs? How is he connecting with the crowd? Um, you know, what does their set list look like? The flow of the songs. And, and even when I'm listening to music on the radio, to have moments where you, you, you dive in and you say, okay, what, what instruments are being played here? And, and how, how, are, how do they go about this from a technical standpoint? And to, to try to make your, to try to open your eyes in that sense, because that's something that even as a musician, uh, for a long time, I never paid attention to that stuff. Mm-hmm. But once I, I started doing that more for a living, it opened my eyes to realize how much I needed to pay attention to those things in the world and make myself more of a learner instead of a consumer. Mm, yeah, that, that, that's great. Yeah, because we are <laughs> absolutely, I mean, this generation just consumes constantly. Mm. And so to be thinking, and I think Andy Crouch gets into some of this in his book, Culture Making, as well. Um, so that's a, that's a helpful point. Well, look, before we leave, I did want to allow you to give just shameless pu- plug. Yeah. Of, uh, you know, your albums and where yeah. people can buy that. I mean, a website info, any, anything that, that uh-huh. people can connect to you and your music because we'd love to get that out there. Yeah, so I, I have two albums. The first one is The Risen King, and the second one is called Cover and Title Page. They're both on iTunes and Spotify, and you can also go follow me on social media, uh, Joe Deegan, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, anywhere. Good deal. All right, well, Jerry, I really appreciate you taking time to talk to us and, and giving this advice. I think this is really helpful in kind of an area that, that sometimes we don't really think a lot about. And also, mm. I think where we just don't disciple students well mm. sometimes in this area. So thanks for this. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was a privilege for me, and I love getting to talk about it. Awesome. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks so much for tuning in this week to The Local Youth Worker. As always, we hope you've been encouraged and equipped in your call as youth workers. If you take time to rate this podcast on iTunes, it would greatly help us. As always, we want to thank Joe Deegan for providing the music and encourage you to go out and purchase his newest CD, Cover and Title Page, which you can find at iTunes. See you guys next week. Have a great weekend. Come and buy without money.